BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A couple of interesting notes about the Republican primary race for who's going to be nominee to run for president against old man Biden. Coming up, among other things. Breakthrough big, in the uh, New York Times Siena poll that came out the other day. Uh, I missed the lead to me. Okay, cool. Um, uh, and there's a breakthrough. It looks like in the whole hostage negotiations uh, thing. Although that might be what you were talking about last hour, where Hitler would delay with various get-togethers. Yeah, sure. Getting close to a deal. Uh, the negotiations between Charlie Brown and Lucy read the football have uh, come close to a deal where Lucy will not yank away the football. Look, it allows you to look like you're not completely unreasonable. Well, right, and it's a delaying tactic. Yep. So I have declared the new era, which began yesterday, November 14th, the fightening. Any attempt for accord, understanding, intellect is over in America and around the world. Now it's all about the balled-up fist, the fist, the loaded gun, the sharp elbow. Which brings us to <clears throat> our preliminary bout in the halls of Congress yesterday. And that would be Kevin McCarthy allegedly elbowing Congressman Tim Burchett, Republican of Tennessee, in the kidney for... Uh, being a, a mover and shaker for tossing Kevin out of the speakership. Let's start with clip number 70. It was a clean shot to the kidneys, and I turned back, and there was there was Kevin. He's a bully with $17 million in a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that 
when you're a kid would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. Wow, that's some that's some strong talk. Yeah, McCarthy responds. If I hit somebody, they would know I hit them. I did not elbow them. No, I would not elbow them. I would not hit them in a kidney. HC5, you're all down there, right? Not a very big hallway. Wait, wait a second. That's not the response I was expecting. So he's going tough guy himself. No, if I hit you, you know you were hit. And it wouldn't just right. be in the kidney. What? What? You're, you're a bunch of 50-year-olds. You're not in suits. You're not supposed to be fighting at all. Yeah, what an odd denial. Oh, if I hit you, you'd know it. Congressman Ken Buck, as a character witness, takes the stand. Well, I believe the reporter who was uh, present when uh, Tim was pushed or, or, or struck by Kevin McCarthy, it wasn't just Tim's view of what happened. Um, and it wasn't just a crowded uh, situation where uh, Kevin was pushed into to Tim. Um, and so I think the reporter uh, made the eyewitness account. And, and I believe that, that Kevin, uh, you know, while he was guarded by four uh, police officers, uh, went and, and, and uh, you know, did what he did, I guess. Well, you're claiming the former Speaker of the House assaulted another member of Congress is what you're claiming, right? Right. Well, and to the character witness part, final clip. Kevin McCarthy and lying are, are like peanut butter and jelly. How about that? Do you think Kevin McCarthy actually, like, in an attempt to cause pain, elbowed a guy in the kidneys hard enough to... I mean, it wasn't just a, hey, how you doing, or, huh? Like an well, actual a shot? Speaking of liars, NPR reporter Claudia Grizales, I'm talking about her organization, not her individually, who was interviewing Tim Burchett at the time, spoke about her experience until he was shoved. He lunged towards me in that moment. I thought maybe initially it was a joke, and I looked up. I saw it was McCarthy surrounded by his detail. I could tell by Burchett's response soon after it was not a joke at all. Burchett stopped to talk to reporters in the hallway when the former speaker appeared to, quote-unquote, bump into him. Burchett said it was deliberate, chased after McCarthy, saying, hey, what the heck? What are you? Why did you do that? McCarthy denies it all. You know, he's the type of guy that, when you're a kid, would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. I, uh, this is not getting much news coverage, shockingly. Um, what do you, well, what do you think? You think this the happened? episode was not cop captured on video, but was witnessed by reporters. Quote, hey, Kevin, why do you walk behind me and elbow me in the back? You have no guts. I didn't do that, McCarthy replied. As Burchett continued to yell, McCarthy laughed and said, oh, my God. You are so pathetic, Burchett said, before slowing his steps to avoid being directly behind McCarthy. Thank you, Tim, McCarthy said. Wow, that is some immature high school hallway BS right there. I would say, but that's just our preliminary bout, Jack. You haven't weighed in on what you think. I think McCarthy probably shoved him. Like, clean shot to the kidney. Not not in a joking way, though? Like, Oh, no. No, they don't have that relationship. You got to picture two people who can barely stand to be in the same room with each other. Hey, you know what would lighten the mood? I'm going to give him a jab <laughs> without warning. That'd be no, no, not a chance. Run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. Wow, it's the fightening.
Moving along to the main bout, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the main bout. I would yell, let's get ready to rumble, but we did that once and got sued. So, uh, Yeah, that dude copyrighted that. You can parody it, but who needs the headache? Uh, in this corner, from Oklahoma, Republican senator, tough guy, MMA fighter, and plumbing contractor, Mark Wayne Mullen. Big dude. And in this corner, Teamsters President Sean, don't call me a mobster, you'll wear cement shoes, O'Brien. Also a big dude. Yes, a couple of tough guys. Uh, you know, I, can we just do these in order? They're, they're Ages in look to be expect. about uh, mid-40s. I would agree. Yeah, I would guess 40s, maybe 50, hmm. but big, fit dudes. Uh, let's just... All right, let's let's get started. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. All right, wait a second. We, we can't start there. Where's the stuff where, where Mullen explains why he's pissed? All right, well, start at 60 then. Sir, this All is right, a time, yeah. this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your Sorry. solution every problem? No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. If oh, we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. Nice job by Bernie Sanders acting, like a, Sanders. Like, ac- acting like a grown-up among some people who weren't. Yeah, I. Uh, there was a misunderstanding, and I will take the blame upon myself. Um, Mark Wayne Mullen starts by quoting the mobster... Uh, the things he said about uh, Mullen, about how he's a phony, he didn't build any business, he he never worked hard, and he's a liar, and the rest of it. This guy's been slandering Mark Wayne Mullen in the labor movement for a long time. And so Mullen said, yeah, all those days I was working you know, all day and all night to build my plumbing business, and my wife was managing the office, felt like we were working hard to me. And it goes on, and then you said this about me, and you said this about me. And then you said the the mobster said something about wanting to fight him. And that's when Mullen said, you want to run your mouth? You want to you want to settle it like that here and now, (laughs) which, again, is somewhat questionable from a United States senator. Nice job by the um, union guy to portray a union guy like they would in The Simpsons or something. I mean, just be a stereotypical, I'm going to fight you union guy. Of course, they don't care that that, that's what you think of them. Because that's what they are. Yeah, and it's helpful. Yeah, Yeah, it is helpful. They want people afraid to challenge them. Uh, Let's see. uh, Roll on 64, Michael, and we'll go from there. This is a hearing. And God knows the American people have enough of contempt for Congress. Let's not I don't make like it worse. Thugs and you, you have the, and you have I don't like you because you described yourself. Hold it. I don't like thugs. Yeah, I don't like you because you just described yourself, tough guy. And the big uh, senator, when he stood up, he started to take off his ring because that's a gentlemanly thing to do if you're going to get in a fight. Sure. Next clip. You have yeah. the mic. Yeah. You have time. All right. Just statement. Then let's do this. Because I did challenge you, and I accepted your challenge, and you went quiet. 
No, I didn't go quiet. I was. No, I was no, no, you no, challenged no. me to a cage match, no, no, acting no, no. like a twelve-year-old schoolyard bully. Excuse Sir, me. Hold, hold it. No, excuse me. I, I will say. I will say exactly. Senator Mullen, I have the mic. You have questions on any economic issues? Anything that said, go for it. Anything about the economy or tax rates? Anything that's not fighting in a cage related? <laughs> blah blah blah. Next clip. I, Senator Mullen, you made some charges. Charges. Mr. Mr. Brian, do you want to respond to yeah, go ahead, questions? Please. Yeah, I mean, look, the reality of it is, you Except know, my challenge Mr. Mr. Mullen, <laughs> tough guy. Answer, hold it. Answer the questions. All right, you all want, if I, he, he made a lot of statements, right? And his statements are fiction at best. Fiction? I read them. Can you hear? What? Hold answer the question, please. I can't understand him, to be honest with you. All right. He rambles so much. <laughs> Forget about it. Roll on, Michael. What was your question, actually? Well, you said I made a lot of statements. No, but what's your question? I don't understand your question. Could you repeat it? You said anytime, any place. What's your question? Accept the challenge. What challenge? You said anytime, any place. I'm accepting yours, so why don't you come What back? challenge? What challenge are you talking April about? April 30th. How about we do it for a charity? At the smoking guns in Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, we're not going to be talking about physical confrontations here. You want to fight me? What do you say by any time, any place? Let's have coffee. Discuss our differences. Oh, oh that's what you said. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right. Well, let's say I don't have coffee. Let's I'd do it. To. All right. I'd love to. But the, it's funny how you're back. Okay. Out. I don't back on anything. You did. You're uh, the one. You're a 100. Senator uh, should be the most influential people in this country making changes. Senator you're focused on. Okay. You're why, focused on debate that's not even relevant. You're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment. This hearing is yeah. about the condition of the working class in America. You That's why we're talking. You're the biggest thug here. You brought, you brought him in. All right, you're you're being, the biggest thug. Even look, your colleagues call you. Why you do what you're doing, Senator Hassan? Thank you very much, Mr. Senator Chair. Hassan, Senator Mullen, please yield up. <sighs> wow. So the mobster guy goes anytime, any place. Tough guy. And then when he's nailed down out there in public, he said, I meant for coffee. We can sit down, have coffee, discuss our differences. Oh, my God. That is some Sopranos stuff right there. Just don't uh, check the toilet tank before we sit down in the restaurant. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bit of a Godfather's re Godfather reference there if you didn't catch it. Uh, it's the fightening, Jack. You got people brawling in the halls of Congress. You got two guys wanting to tear off their shirts and beat each other senseless in a Senate hearing. It's, uh, well... You know what? Civilization was nice. We gave it away. We allowed people who were against Western civilization to win. So I'd say toughen up. I'm going to do 20 push-ups every commercial break to get ready. It's like going to prison. i got to find the biggest, toughest guy in the Western world and punch him right in the face or something like that. <laughs> wow, that was something. Yipes. Yeah. You know, if that were in isolation... Uh, it would merely be amusing. Right. But as Barry Weiss put it so brilliantly, it's when society is really unhealthy that you see anti-Semitism rear its ugly head. Yeah, no, it's, it's... I feel things are a little precarious. Yeah, it's that's a data point on a trend, not just an isolated thing. More on yeah, the well way. said. Mm-hmm. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Zip it! Zip it, Bunsen Honeydew. Sit down, or I'll come over there and redistribute the top 10% of my fist and 99% of your face. I will split your lip like pea soup. Don't make me take off my mittens. <laughs> wow. Stephen Colbert impersonating Bernie, refereeing the Senate fight. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, the great mittens picture from the inauguration. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> couple of things for you. Uh, Warren Buffett, one of the great investors in the history of investing of Berkshire Hathaway, has dropped General Motors, Johnson & Johnson, and Procter & Gamble, which many of us have stocks uh, with those companies, many of us, in our, you know, kind of steady-as-she-goes portfolios. Major League Blue Chip Dow Jones uh, stocks there. What has he picked up? He's concentrated on five companies. Apple? Bank of America, American Express, Coca-Cola, and Chevron. Hmm. So there you go. I've always thought money, it was gas, and soft drinks. I've always thought it was kind of interesting that he makes so much money in uh, choosing stocks well. And he's really a, you know, uh, buy and hold, steady as she goes sort of guy. Um, but but it's announced. I mean, it's public knowledge. So uh, where, where's the value in, you know... Since since I had I now have the information and I didn't pay anything for it mm-hmm. of what you think long term is not the best bet or is the best bet I just always thought that was interesting. Um, also from the Wall Street Journal, Toyota Camry, the regular Toyota Camry, gas powered, going away. It's going to be sold only as a hybrid. Which reminds me, I was going to talk about my trip over the weekend driving my Tesla, reinforcing my opinion that the world is not ready for. Electric cars as a real you travel in it all the time vehicle because um, even even driving my Tesla where was I uh, Half Moon Bay so I'm thirty miles from where it was built I mean there's more Tesla chargers there than anywhere else in the world and still I ended up a long way from a Tesla charger really low if you live in a town where they've got some of those electric car chargers downtown those are a farce. Those are a joke. You paid for those with your taxpayer money and they don't do anything. You know why you never see a car plugged into them? Because they don't do anything. Right. I, I, 
Gallon Wall Street Journal just uh, published a piece today. She hit all of L.A.'s non-Tesla charging stations, and 40% of them wouldn't work. 40%. Oof. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I ran into a couple that didn't work. And the ones that do work, the non-Tesla chargers, um, I sat there for 45 minutes and picked up six miles. Wow. In 45 minutes. That's what you paid for to get there so you can... Um, a virtue signal to the world that you're a cool upscale town that has electric car chargers. They don't do anything. I should have mentioned all she checked was the fast charge stations because the ones you're referring to are utterly useless. They are useless, and that's what you've got at your library, your school, your uh, sporting venue, uh, wherever town right. you live that you want to be you know, all progressive and thinking for the future. It's crap. It's just a lie. How do not more people know that? You ought, you might as well just have a guy standing there who gives your car a pep talk. <laughs> pep talk. You can do it. You can go a few more miles. Let's see. Come on. I believe in you. So you, you <laughs> worth the same as those damn slow chargers. <laughs> That's hilarious. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I can confirm for you that we have information that Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad use some hospitals in the Gaza Strip, including Al-Shifa, and tunnels underneath them to conceal and to support their military operations and to hold hostages. I want to get that on. I'm going to, I'm going to force myself not to talk about it here because there are other things we're planning to talk about. That's John Kirby confirming that the United States has confirmed that Hamas is using the hospitals. I'll save my comment. That story angers me greatly. And I think it's very important. But more on that later. There are chocolate muffins here. Homemade chocolate muffins here. (laughs) As we all know, uh, if you heard our podcast, Michael has got a health situation, so he no longer eats stuff like that. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing good. And uh, everything's going good health-wise. Hanson said he ate yours to make sure. Yeah, it's his and yours. Yeah, I told him that was generous of him. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm not having one, and I'm going to say this on the air to help me along. I shouldn't say this on the air 
because I'm a single man who would like to, you know, at some point not be single. So this is not the sort of thing you would normally broadcast, but I think it's helpful for me. Wow. When, okay. I, when I stepped on the scale today, it was the highest weight I've been in. I don't know how many years. Moving up. Why am I doing the opposite of what you generally do if you're single? I'm running a lot and lifting weights, so that's nice, but my eating is out of control. Well, as you know, I believe a new era has begun. I've called it the fightening. Um, uh, maybe you're just putting on pounds nah, for the inevitable nah, nah, nah. Uh, wrestling. I've always rolled up my eyes at people and say, well, I am lifting weights a lot, so I pray. You know how much you have to work to gain like a pound of muscle? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's that. Insane. I'm saying you're like an NFL lineman. Right. They're strong and they're big I just, and fat just need the because it takes more energy to move them. I just need right. to be able to push people over. Right. I'm, I'm working on that. I was actually looking at the scale today. I was like, seriously? Is this even possibly true? Fat. Scale don't lie. It's a, it's a weird thing about... Um, uh, there, there's just something about because there's other, so many other aspects of life where you can kind of maybe it's this maybe it's that or whatever but th- certain things like your bank account and the scale mm. or your yes. credit card bill or whatever that are just so factual they're not interested in your rationalizations <laughs> <laughs> doesn't oh wait scale wait wait a minute I can see what weight you think I'm I am but blah 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 credit no. card's a good example to you doesn't seem like I spent that much last month it's right there the numbers are right there that's what you spent last month there's yeah. no massaging that same with the doesn't doesn't feel like I've been eating that much okay it's right there what do you want a couple of things here on the Republican run, uh race for who's going to be president uh, before I ask Joe's opinion on something. You also said we missed the headline out of the big poll from a week ago. I want to hear that. A major headline, yeah. Okay. Well, the big headline was Trump's unbeatable pretty much. That was the big headline. A um, uh, couple of developments that are worth noting. I came across this yesterday. I was unaware of it until I heard some people talking about it. Then I looked it up. You know who's got the by far the highest negatives? By far. Like, it's not even close. The highest negatives of the people left that are running for the nomination? Who that? The fat man, Chris Christie. Huh. People do not like Chris Christie. What do you suppose that's about? I don't really know. I know I got my personal opinion on that. I think he has a rep in the Northeast as being a little slippery. Um, I think he's completely phony. He tried it. He wanted to be the attorney general for Trump so damn bad. And then when he got embarrassed and hung out to dry, all of a sudden then he's anti-Trump and Trump's dangerous and a bad guy and all sorts. Whatever. Right, yeah. I, You know, uh, Christie says intelligent stuff now and again, but oh, I yeah. don't think of him as a candidate. He needs to get off the stage. Yeah, he's not a real candidate. He's a, he's one of the people that I don't think is actually running for president. I mean, you can't... Uh, th- th- I, um, uh, I heard this yesterday. I think it's true. You, Tim Scott and um, uh, Pence... Them getting out when they got out is proof that they were actually running for president. They weren't just trying to get a cable news show or anything like that. Right. Yeah, I would buy that. Yeah. Some of the other people aren't. Um, It's interesting. Mark Halpern writes in his newsletter that the way Mar-a-Lago is reacting to Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, because Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are really battling right now for for bundlers and uh, attention and news cycles in Iowa and New Hampshire and that sort of stuff. But all the reaction out of the Trump campaign would lead you to believe that they really still only think DeSantis is a threat. 
the is DeSantis the guy that could sneak up on them and cause them trouble because they're not taking on Nikki Haley anyway? I don't know. I I don't know why they think that. Maybe they got some internal <laughs> polling or or whatever. One other thing I was going to mention before. Uh, Go ahead. I ask you your question. This is pretty big news. Fannie Willis down in Georgia, she's the judge down there, predicted that the Georgia election case is likely to go into early 2025, which means that one is off the table as a as the big disruptor in Trump's running for president. Yeah, she's the prosecutor, but the prosecutor, she would sorry. know, I guess, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So that's huh. going to go into 2025. So that one is n- n- practically a non-factor now in the whole thing. I wonder if somebody prevailed upon her uh, to to change the schedule I'll bet. to talk to the judge. Right, I could right. easily see uh, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, going to her and saying, hey, you know, there's plenty of time to do justice. You do this during the election, America's going to b- end up in flames. Right. And we can't have individual states dragging candidates down during elections. We just can't. I mean, that could get out of control so fast. Yeah, I think the uh, the circumstances would have to be so incredibly unique and urgent to do that. And if I would he's, agree. If he's guilty of something, you know, for reals, there's, you can deal with it after the election. Punishment will come. Do you... Can you can you spin out a situation in your mind where Trump doesn't end up the candidate? What's the most likely way that could happen i've heard many people pundit on this oh boy it's all a stretch yeah that's the problem yeah i some fact emerges that it's got to get the base out of the trump camp that's the all the scenarios that people come up with. Well, if he was convicted of something serious, that's not going to affect the thirty-five percent of the Republican base that's with Trump. No okay, matter what. well, it's interesting that you're looking that way because I think most people are looking at it as you just got to consolidate that other sixty-five percent. Oh, yeah, Trump, I would agree. Trump can have every person in the base he, he, he for for the rest of his life, but it's not as big a number as the other people. Right. The reason I didn't go there at first is that I saw a poll not too long ago that an extraordinary number of people who were supporting another candidate, their second choice was Trump. Right. So it would almost have to be something black swanish, something that hurts Trump with the base. Or, you know, I don't maybe I lack the imagination to come up with, you know, what could happen. But uh, I, I haven't come up with it yet. Yeah, it's interesting, though, how something, something, somebody just in, in all realms of the world, sports teams, whatever, uh, uh, an economic horizon, whatever, things can look inevitable. But as soon as they don't, every your, your whole mindset about them changes. And yeah, that's why, yeah. like, a surprise DeSantis win in Iowa or something like that, I just wonder how much different Trump would all of a sudden look if he, if that happens. Uh, yeah, a couple of thoughts. Number one, which I'll uh, hold until after a quick word from a sponsor, but um, the what you indicted Chris Christie for, 100% correct. On the other hand, Donald Trump does that all the time, expresses unbelievable uh, excitement and, and, uh, and, and enthusiasm for a person. They're the best. They're the greatest ever, blah, blah, blah. He's and different, he said, then he fires them and says, no, they sucked. They always sucked. I hated them. No, he's they different, though. Trump's him. different, though. You ask me why. Why? Nobody knows. <laughs> but he's just different. 
because he's built a cult of personality that, and that isn't called to be responsible for anything he says or does. That stuff doesn't work on him for whatever reason. Well, right. He gets to play right. by different rules than everybody else. It's just it's clearly true. I mean, there's no doubting that. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, so my headline that we missed uh, coming up in a moment or two, it's never a wrong time, uh, the wrong time to protect your home, but fall is an especially good time to get 50% off a brand new Simply Safe home security system named the best home security in 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. 50% off. Holy cow. I like the 24-7 live guard protection and the smart alarm wireless indoor camera. Monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders. Helping stop crime in real time. It's a powerful technology exclusively from Simply Safe. Yeah, monitoring agents are going to see someone break into your home and talk to them. How awesome is that? Cuss them out. Uh, Simply Safe is comprehensive protection for the whole home with advanced sensors that detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. You customize it for the hazards that you mar- you're most concerned about. Plus HD cameras for both inside and out. All right, so let's get to the deal. Uh, Sixty-day risk-free money-back guarantee. Of course, <clears throat> for a limited time, listeners get a special fifty percent off any Simply Safe system with that fast protect plan Jack described. Visit simplysafe.com/armstrong. That's simplysafe.com/armstrong. There's no safe. Like Simply Safe. So what did we miss in that poll? This is... This must be uh, labeled with a big giant asterisk. That's the little star thingy. Down below the note is... eh, All these people are a contingency in case Trump doesn't win the primary. Or something extraordinary happens. He clutches his chest, goes down, all that McDonald's, finally clogs up his aorta, although it, he's shown no signs of that <laughs> thus far. Um, I missed this completely. Uh, Kim Strassel of the Wall Street Journal pointed this out. The headline on the big New York Times Siena poll a week ago was that Trump was ahead of Biden in five of six swing states. Right. And that is a hell of a headline. I'd say. Because the last uh, several elections have come down to a couple of states and not very many voters. But as Kim points out, the better headline is that Mr. Trump remains the GOP's weakest bet against President Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poll found that Nikki Haley cleaned Biden's clock in key swing states, while Trump would theoretically beat Biden by 5% in Michigan, 4% in Pennsylvania. Ms. Haley leads by 10% in each state. And while Trump is behind Biden by two in Wisconsin, Haley's ahead by 13. See, I thought about this yesterday. I was fantasizing about this. There's a chance the next debate in December will just be Haley and DeSantis. They're making the bar pretty high to reach. And at least so far, they're the only two that could make it on there, not even Ramaswamy. But so is there any chance you'd have a Haley DeSantis get there, hold their hands up together and say, we're your ticket. We run together. See, the problem would be who's at the top and who's at the bottom. That's where the rubber meets the road. But if they held their hands up and said, we're your ticket, we cannot be beaten by any Democrat in America. Guaranteed. Polls show it. Man, I would love that. Um, They would almost have to say, look, this is the ticket. We don't know who's on top yet. We're going to go through Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Super Tuesday. And whoever's ahead at that point will be the presidential candidate on our ticket. And the other one will be the Veep. Yeah, I was trying to come up with a way that they could handle that or like some sort of co-presidency or something. But the Constitution doesn't, you know, somebody would be the president actually. Sure. But, yeah. But that's true. They would be unbeatable. It's There's no way DeSantis Haley would lose. Not a chance. And DeSantis could say, look, if I'm the POTUS, she is going to have a serious portfolio in foreign policy because she's brilliant and make on me geopolitics. 
Oh, Lord. You're coming off like Vivek. Why don't you make fun of her being in heels now, you, you misogynist pig? Then if I'm Nikki Haley, I say, you know what? The, the governor here has done some brilliant work on getting the Marxist wokeness out of education. That would be his portfolio in my administration. Yeah, yeah I think- they'd... They'd win 48 states. I think you make Nikki the top of the ticket just because the first woman gets you extra votes, too, from a lot of people that might just vote for that. Except, as the asterisks pile up, Joe Biden isn't running! (laughs) I don't think there's anybody could beat Haley DeSantis. I don't care if Joe Biden's not running. Not a chance. Anyway. Right. uh, Your thoughts, you can join in anytime you want to. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, We'll get this. Apparently, stores like Walmart and Costco are pulling back on self-checkout technology. Yeah. Yeah, people asked if the decision was a way to reduce their costs or boost the economy, and the companies were like, no, it's because they never worked. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason. I gotta weigh my bag. Mm. I gotta weigh the bag. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad the self-checkouts are gone. I miss typing in onion and then having to pick from 10 different types of onion. Right. <laughs> Yellow, white, I don't know. I didn't open it yet. <laughs> it's an onion. <laughs> I agree. Um, I like the self-checkout if it's like two clear-cut, got-the-barcode-on-it items. But I'm not weighing my grapes or, or scanning through the kind of bananas. Screw that. You're afraid if you weigh your grapes, you'll find they're unimpressive? Hmm? My light, light grapes. <laughs> A little light in the grapes, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you child. Uh, I like I like the self-checkout. Yeah. I don't mind keying in broccoli. It's, 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 a, uh, it's enjoyable to it's me. It's clearly a personality trait. I've been at the grocery store with people who are like self-checkout people, and they love it. Oh, no, no, no. I can do this faster. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, knock yourself out. I ain't. I'm going over there. Oddly, at the grocery stores I go to, regularly there's a line at the self-checkout with anybody looking, hey, don't look down there, but they're completely open on a person that'll do it for you. And I walk over there and go through. 
Yeah, yeah. And be careful what you wish for. I used to complain about how the uh, chipper, uh, you know, checkers would try to engage you in conversation about what you were buying. Oh, looks like a barbecue today, huh? How about you just t- t- let me buy my meat, huh? Um, but now everybody's so surly and, and unfriendly in the mm. modern retail environment. I'm anti-self-checking. It's just like when gas stations went from full-serve to self-serve, save a little money, then they just did away full-serve. That's what they're going to do at the grocery stores. Pretty soon, you're going to be forced to go in there and do it yourself. And I don't want to. Well, they can't because everybody's stealing now. But are they? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Supreme Court case that's kind of interesting. Little known Michigan court case that might go to the Supreme Court. Probably will. Needs to be dealt with at some point. It comes from a guy who's got a couple of acres. And uh, apparently it's close enough to town that it's zoned. But he's got a couple of acres and he's retired and he's a what you call a shade tree mechanic. And he's got a couple of vehicles on his property he likes to work on. And the city hit him with a fine ticket thingy saying it's an eyesore. You're not allowed to have vehicles on your property you work on or whatever. And he said, no, you can't see him from the street. I mean, who's bothered by this? So he's got bushes and stuff like that. Nobody would Mm -hmm. even know he's got those cars there. How did the city know? They flew a drone over his property and got pictures Mm -hmm. of the vehicles on there. Well, is that an illegal search or seizure? Because they couldn't come on your property to see if you have vehicles or not without a warrant. But they that can would be fl- a yes. <laughs> yes, it is an illegal search. But can they fly the drones over and take a look at it and then say you got to move your vehicles? Nobody can see them except if they fly a drone over my property. So it's interesting on a couple of different levels. Yeah, I remember somebody warning me or, or talking about how somebody had gotten busted for erecting a uh, like a guest house in their backyard or something like that, and the county had uh, seen it on a, a Google map or something like that and said, hey, wait a minute. That's got to be an illegal search and seizure, doesn't it? Well, Taking it's a not a seizure, it's a search. A but search. Yeah, um, um, uh, yeah I, in my opinion, it is. Supreme Court has a handful of really interesting cases, this docket and and the next one. Well, this one's got to get nailed down soon, and I'm guessing it'll be pretty clear cut. But uh, you could fly a drone over somebody's house currently and, like, really look it over, over somebody's property. Uh, Right, but I think sometimes the simplest analysis is the most useful one. If the so-called eyesore has not made anybody's eye sore, it's not an eyesore. An unseen eyesore is not an eyesore. All it is is the government saying, we have control, we're exercising control. We're going to tell you what you can and can't do just because we can. Right. Yeah, the idea of government, why are you flying drones over my house at all? Government. What Shoot is, them down. What are you looking for? But the, what are they probably looking for? Well, it wouldn't be pot farms anymore. Meth labs? Back uh, in the day, it would have been per, pot farms. No, not meth labs. That all comes from Mexico now. I, I don't know. Well, and no matter what their original uh, you know, motivation was to run the drones, can you imagine being the official who says, wait a minute, wait a minute, what is that? Is that a car somebody's working on to restore? We can't have that. You'd have made a good Nazi, sir or madam. Wow. Dropped an N-bomb on him. Damn right. Well, that'll go to the Supreme Court. Uh, we got a bunch of other stuff to talk about. Major mainstream journalists just announced Joe Biden can't possibly run for president again, and everybody's ignoring him for some reason. That next. Armstrong and Getty. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.